Welcome to the Vigal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Callier. And on today's episode, we're going to be picking week two of the NFL season against the spread. Joining me on today's podcast is my good friend, Bob J. Bob Joyce, what's going on, man? Vigal, how are you doing on this fine Thursday in September? I'm doing great. Well, I don't know why I'm doing great, Bob. Football is back. Back. Let's get it. Uh, let me ask you this, Bob. Is there any team that surprised you this weekend? Surprised me in a good way, surprised me in a bad way? Uh, both. Okay, so surprised me in a good way, uh, Arizona. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I actually thought as soon as they got DeAndre Hopkins, I thought they were going to be a sleeper team. Obviously, they got Isaiah Simmons in the, uh, in the draft. But, um, yeah, I mean, they looked really, really good. I mean, I know uh, – San Francisco's kind of hurting a little bit, but I thought they looked really, really good. Um, I think San Francisco will bounce back, but that division's really up for grabs. I think any team could win it out there, out in the NFC West. I think the NFC West is the toughest division in the NFL right now, for sure. 120,000%. I don't think there's a division that's even close to the talent and and who could win it out there. What's a team that surprised? I guess the team that surprised me in a good way, um, the Packers. Um, you know, a lot of people were really doubting them after they literally did nothing to help Aaron Rodgers this offseason. They drafted, they traded up and drafted the quarterback, uh, Jordan Love, and Aaron Rodgers really put that to rest. What, why he threw for 300, over 350 yards and four touchdowns in week one. And they didn't draft any receivers either, and which was like said to be one of the best wide receiver draft classes like in recent history, if not like in a long time. 100%. They didn't even, they didn't even try. That means either they're comfortable what they had or they're trying to be the San Francisco 49ers. I guess only time will help you guys. I hope uh, Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of shit, so I kind of hope, you know, they, they – I mean, I think they'll probably stay at the top of the division anyway. No, I think so too. He does get a lot of shit, and in my opinion, he doesn't deserve – some of the shit he gets. But um, who's a team that surprised you in a bad way? Uh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but uh, Cleveland. Yeah, they didn't look too good, Bob. I mean, you can't, you can't drop, drop a game by thirty-two or whatever they lost. They did, they got killed. And I first, like, okay, Baker Mayfield, he throws a pick, first quarter. And then on the, like, just the next possession, they decide to run a fake punt in their own territory. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, dude, not not great. <laughs> what are not, they doing? Not the start off. Not, not the way you want to start off the 2020 season. No, it's crazy. You, you can't put a guy like Lamar Jackson already in the red zone. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It, <laughs> I mean, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. How about you? I think it's obviously I, Cleveland was one of the ones I was thinking off the top of my head. A team that didn't really look that great to me, I, I thought, was uh, the Eagles. Um, I mean, I know they were missing a couple of starters, but Washington scored 27 unanswered points against them. 27. It's truly unacceptable. I mean, I do think that Ron Rivera is going to make that team competitive. Obviously, their front seven's really good. Their defensive line's really good. But 27 unanswered points? Yeah, that can't happen. That can't happen. I find that to be a little outrageous. Now, I, I think obviously the Eagles are going to be fine here, but 
a little, I don't know, a little, I'm a little skeptical on them. Um, I mean, the, the NFC East is, has been pretty terrible the last, like, five years. It hasn't been great. Definitely hasn't been great. It's been competitive just because it's been so bad. I mean, nine and seven wins that division every year. It's crazy. Every single year. <laughs> it's crazy. And as as one of the, whoever in the NFC East is going to be, or the NFC West teams, whoever doesn't make it the playoffs is going to be pissed because they're probably going to have a better record than either the Cowboys or the Eagles, who I think are going to win the division. Yeah, probably. Or, or be tied with them. And since they, they had a bye. Right. Right. Uh, they're going to have a fucking bye. It doesn't it, it really, it really doesn't make any sense to me at all. They'll have a home game. I know. It, it doesn't make it's it's crazy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh do you want to get into some picks for this week, Bob? So are we gonna go in order? Are we going Thursday night first and then doing the one o'clock games, four o'clock games? Yeah, I, I kinda screwed one up. I forgot one, so I have a four o'clock game at the, the, the that's last, but we could start. We'll start with a Thursday night game. We'll just go through all the games and we can talk about them. Or whatever. Okay. All right. So we got Cincinnati and Cleveland. Cleveland is a six point favorite tonight. Who do you like? Well, Big Al, for, first of all, if I were if I were to actually bet in this game, I would go Bengals plus six. However, this game is horrible. <laughs> this game just seems horrible. It stinks. These, the, the okay. So good news for the Bengals. Joe Burrow, I, like even though he had like a horrible like court, quarterback rating or passer rating, whatever. I uh, did. I watched. Uh, was watching the game on Red Zone uh, this past Sunday, and he didn't look that Damn. bad. Now, obviously, I didn't see all like all the like the like all of his plays or anything, but he didn't look right. that bad. No, I, I thought I thought he was very solid. I think he was nervous in the beginning of the game, which understandable first uh, career NFL start against a very very good Chargers defense, by the way. And he threw he threw a very bad interception uh, in the fourth quarter. He did. He did. Uh, but then he 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 put the Bengals in the position to win the game. AJ Green had the offensive interference, and then uh, their kicker had like a cramp in his calf or something missed the field goal uh i mean ridiculous he could have easily won that game or gone to overtime in the last minute so joe burrow probably couldn't have asked for a lot more in his first start for me because i know the Bengals were terrible to begin with no i agree so you're taking you're taking cincinnati i'll take cincinnati just because of those reasons i said earlier and i the 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 bet rounds they're terrible They'll always be terrible. They, <laughs> no matter what they do, they've on like their third head coach or their fourth head coach in as many years. Like, what are they? I got. They have no recipe for success. They have all these great players, and they still can't win. I, I hate them. <laughs> I actually agree with you on the pick, Bob. I'm taking Cincinnati plus six. I think that you know Cleveland has a lot to figure out, and uh, rumor has it that. Uh, Case Keenum or or Baker Mayfield is on a short lease. Case Keenum might play a little bit in the next couple of weeks if Baker can't pick it up. I mean that that doesn't that news doesn't surprise me, but I think it it'll have to be like eight games into the season. Like if the Browns are like two and six, they'll they'll pull the plug on it. Well, maybe not pull the plug, but they'll they'll 
they might decide to tank to get Trevor Lawrence, which would really get me mad because I I know Trevor yeah. Lawrence is actually going to be good. That's that that would be absolutely scary for that team with those guys. That would be absolutely scary. So let's move on here. Uh, the next game I have on the list is the New York Football Giants versus the Chicago Bears. Chicago is a five point five point favorite. Okay. Who do you like in this match? Big out. I'm a Giants guy, but I don't. I'm mm-hmm. picking the Giants. I'm picking Giants plus five. Wow, and a half. picking the Giants. Okay. Okay. So Giants had a very tough matchup week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Last year, they forced the most turnovers in the NFL. They had the most sacks in the NFL. Uh, They were able to hold Saquon Barkley to less than 10 rushing yards throughout the whole game. They probably probably had 10 tackles for loss. Uh, They had two interceptions on uh, Danny Dimes' throws. I mean, you're not going to come across a defense much tougher than the Steelers this year. No, I agree. I think them and Buffalo are probably the two best defenses in the league. Um, Chicago has a good defense, but I, just, I don't know. I, I don't – I think their their numbers over the last two years, they've been on the field a lot because Mitchell Trubisky can't get the job done at the quarterbacking position. Um, I do agree with you. I like the Giants in this matchup. I think – I actually think they're going to win the game money line. But with the 5.5 uh, – being a 5.5 underdog, I do like them. I think they're going to start putting together. As long as the offensive line could, you know, be comfortable, give Saquon some running room, Daniel Jones minimizes turnovers, I think they're going to be okay. So, I know Danny Dimes, he can't throw those two picks. And I know last year he had a lot of fumble issues. He has to uh, con- contain the ball. Uh, on a few plays against the Steelers on Monday night, I saw he had two hands on the football when he was going down. I think he yep. has that part of the game figured out now. Yeah, I think I was very impressed by that. To be honest with you, I thought he he made it a, a big uh, uh, commitment in the off season to make sure he protects the football because I think he kind of knows now his offensive line's pretty shitty, so he knows he's going to get hit. So you got to have you know your head on a swivel and make sure you protect the ball if you're going to get sacked or hit or whatever. Sure. Okay, the next game on tab we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Atlanta Falcons. Dallas is a, a four point favorite. Okay, Bigot, I would not bet on this game in real life. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bar burner, dude. I think it's going to be an offensive fest. That wouldn't shock me at all. Both teams have great receivers. Both teams have above-average quarterback play. Mm -hmm. I got. What's the over in this game? I actually didn't see the over. It's probably high, though. It's probably in the 50s, I would say, or 40s maybe. Over under 52 and a half. I'd pick the over for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but in terms of money line, if I had to pick somebody, I'd probably pick Dallas minus four. Just because the Falcons just they, – they're they the team with the most times that just lets everybody down every year, I think, other than the – Yeah, no, nah, I, I can agree with that. They have such a good offense. I think Dan Quinn's a solid head coach, but I just feel like they play in a tough division – it's tough to win divisional games. And then, you know, I feel like they have a really tough schedule this year. Obviously, they played Seattle last week, and, you know, Russell uh, Russell Wilson just went nuts. Russell Wilson but, was phenomenal against the Falcons last week. Did you see a thing today that he's never received one MVP vote, not a single one? 
I mean, that's just crazy for, for how crazy. consistently great he's been his career. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, he should he should have two rings. Easily. He easily should have two. It's but looks like me and Bob are on the same page with this one. Let's move along here. Packers, Lions, Packers, six-point favorite. Love the Lions, B-Gal. Give me the Lions plus six. Really? Lions plus six. Okay, reasoning. Last year, the Lions lost both games to the Packers in the final seconds of the game. It was always it was always super close. I love the Lions. Plus six. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh I like the Packers here. Um, I don't think Matt Patricia is a head coach. There's no way they should have lost last week to the Chicago Bears. They were leading by double digits in the fourth quarter and just blew it. Obviously they should have won at the end with DeAndre Swift. I, I don't know what happened there. But um disaster. I'm not sure. Yeah, you do. You feel for him, but I mean, that's his thing, though. He's a pass, a pass catching running back. You know, you got to make that play in the game. But uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is on a revenge tour. I think he's going to try to prove everybody wrong because there's a lot of critics out there saying he's kind of, you know, he's kind of done. I personally don't think that, but I'm going to take the Packers here. Uh, I like the minus six. So now we have this. I actually think this is going to be an intriguing matchup. Not because of the, not because of the, I think this team will win. I just think the spread is so high in this game that I feel like I'm an idiot. I, I feel like I'll be an idiot either way. But Jacksonville Titans, Titans are a nine point favorite. I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go. Jacksonville plus nine. I agree. I agree. You just have to. Gardner Minshew actually doesn't look bad. No, he's actually a solid quarterback. Like, for a sixth-round pick, like, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a lot of confidence in him. It's it's unbelievable that Jacksonville last year, I mean, not last week, uh, after getting rid of Jalen Ramsey, Ngakwe, uh, Calais Campbell, like all these stellar Pro Bowl guys. And they go, they go, and they win week one. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I give them a lot of credit because I don't think a lot of teams would be able to do Leonard what they've done. Sorry, too. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, and they got rid of him. I mean, they're like, dude, we don't need you. Like, you could go bye bye. And then James Robinson comes in, carries the ball nineteen times. Has, I think he had seventy or eighty yards. Like, like undrafted guy, unproven guy. CJ Henderson played really well in their first round draft pick. I just think they have a lot. Of, they have a lot. Of, I think they actually have a good amount of guys. It just they're going to be a young team, so they might go through some stretches. But I I actually agree with you. I love them plus plus nine. This, like, this like I think I think the Titans will win the game, but I just don't think they'll win by nine. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I don't know if I, I doubt that Jackson. I don't think Jackson was going to win this game. I, I think they're going to have a hard time slowing down Derrick Henry, who's probably going to rush for twenty five. 25 times, probably have over 100 yards. But I think that though I'm encouraged the way Jacksonville played that I can make this pick. Yeah, I agree, Vigo. I agree. Moving along. Now, this is actually – this could go either way, this matchup. I got the Vikings and the Colts. Colts are a three-point favorite. Um, both teams didn't look great. 
to be honest with you. Both teams didn't look great. I I think I like the Vikings plus three, DL. You know, Bob, you're a smart man because I, I also agree with that. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I know you didn't throw the ball that often in the first – I think you only had five pass attempts in the first half last week. Which is, like, absolutely crazy. For an Adam Thielen fantasy owner, that drives me up a wall. For BL, he had two tutties. I know, but it came in the second half. So he, he run edge a little bit, but, I mean, he got the job done for you. He got the job done. He got the job done. But, like, I don't understand, like, how you don't pass the ball more than five times in an NFL game in the first half. It doesn't make any sense. I understand they have Dalvin Cook and uh, Madison in, run, in the running back room. And they seem to be right. very good, even though I have, I have a personal vendetta against Dalvin Cook for his uh, injury history. But, I mean, uh, fair enough. I mean, he's, he's, he's proven to be a very much more than capable running back, if not getting into the elite, elite running back territory in the NFL. 100%. Uh, the Colts, Phillip Rivers doesn't move. He's old. I, I, I just I, I got to pick the Vikings plus three. Yeah, I think the Vikings are just going to have a, a bounce back week. I think that defense is going to play a lot better. They just got absolutely torched. I saw a thing on Twitter, which actually amazed me. They played an eight-man box against Aaron Jones the other day, against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's like, crazy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's just crazy. It didn't make any sense. No wonder why he ate 350 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, disaster. But I think I think I think the Colts are gonna I think the Colts are gonna be all right. I do I know Phil Burrows at the end of his career. I think he's a, a major upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. But I I think the Colts are gonna be okay, but I think that the Vikings are probably gonna win this game. I think their defense, even though they let up a lot of points last week. I think their defense is going to step up this week. I think they get Dalvin Cook going a little bit. They get the passing game going. And uh, I think the Vikings are a really dangerous team in the NFC, but I'm going to take the Vikings closer. So moving along, we got the Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Buffalo is a 5.5 favorite. Bob, do I even have to ask this question? I mean, you don't. You don't, Big Al. You know, it's 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 – it's uh, Bills Mafia minus five and a half all the way. Okay, that's why I figured. Um, I just think that defense is so loaded. Obviously, we kind of talked about it before briefly, but they're one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, Josh Allen needs to keep taking steps forward. Um, I actually had a hot take the other day. I was having a discussion with my friend. Right, I think that just speaking about the quarterback position, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Uh, I don't know that about that yet, Beagle. Uh, I would say Josh Allen, since he has like what, like a, another year of experience in the NFL, he's on a better roster right now for sure. Um, I could agree with that. And, and then, like playing devil's advocate too, like for the Josh Allen side, like he doesn't really have that much to throw to. But like, I just feel like he misses way too many throws. He does. Uh, I mean, he has a rocket arm. He's tall. Right. He looks good in shorts. He looks great in shorts. I mean, can you go wrong with Josh Allen? No, you can't. The only, the only thing that worries me about Josh Allen is uh, the fumbles. Yeah. I think he He's runs the ball entirely too, too often. 
And I think they have two capable running backs, running back room. And no, I do. Devin Singletary uh, and uh, rookie Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach Moss looked pretty solid there. And so did Singletary. Uh, they got Stephon Diggs involved pretty early. But, I, but, I, but Josh Allen had more rushes than both of them. Right. I mean, he. I think he runs a little too much. That's why I think he's. I think he's a better athlete than 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 Daniel Jones. I just don't think he's a better quarterback. Okay, I got that answer. I I, right. I I would bet Danny Dimes is more accurate for sure. Hundred percent. Just watching their games, like he doesn't miss many throws. Like that ball he threw to Slayton the other night was on the money, put in the perfect spot. It was a great touchdown pass. And even just like just some of the throws that now decisions that we're not talking about that, but like just throwing the ball, I think he's a better natural thrower. But that's a discussion for another day. We both take Buffalo there. So now we have San Francisco versus the Jets. Um, San Fran's a seven-point favorite, and I'm just going to write it in because I already know the answer to this question. Uh, you're taking San Francisco. Bigo, I'm guessing. This is this is a lock, Bigo. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The Jets looked very, very bad the other day. Um, I'm not, re- I'm not very optimistic about them at all. Uh, Adam Gates, it's only Adam Gates is pounding down the days until he gets fired. Uh, I do feel bad for Sam Darnold though because I think he's just in an impossible situation. Yeah, it's you'd have to feel bad for Sam Darnold just because you know that if he was just went on, on any, like if he was on the Browns, he'd be better. Which is crazy to think about, especially just, the last 15 or 20 years of the Cleveland Browns. But the I Jets mean, are just horrible. I think Darnold had the potential to be the second-best quarterback in that draft. The, the, the Jets are just horrible. And I feel bad for our friend KJ. <laughs> yeah, he's been suffering a long time. Uh, Fitz Magic broke his heart, and his heart has been broken ever since. I mean, his, his heart's been continuously broken and stepped on ever since the butt fumble. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, tough time for I, – I think that Joe Douglas will eventually turn that team around, but they're kind of wasting Sam Darnold's prime in doing that, which it's just unfortunate timing for Sam Darnold. But uh, lock of the week, San Francisco over the Jets, minus seven and a half. Now we got the L.A. Rams versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is a one-point favorite. Uh, you like? Bigot, I was looking around. I saw a few places have the Eagles minus one. A few places have the Rams minus one. Hmm, interesting. So this is basically a push. So I will be picking the Rams. Rams plus one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the Ram. I think the Rams are probably the better football team. To be honest, um, I like I like their quarterback play. Honestly, I think Jared Goff is probably better than Carson Wentz right now. I don't know what's up with Carson Wentz. Um, I don't know if because this second year in the league he was unbelievable, and he just hasn't looked anything like that second year Carson Wentz in a long time. And I don't I don't know what's going on with him right now. Well, that. Last year, I'll give him a pass just because everybody and their mother, brother, cousin, everybody was hurt on the on the yeah, they were. and they were they were using practice squad guys. Uh, what's his what's his name? Denzel? Uh, no, yeah, Greg, Ward. Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Denzel Ward. He's on the Browns. He's a one oh, yeah. Uh Greg Ward. Yeah. Uh, off the practice squad coming in like. 
He actually had some pretty good games with them too. He, he did, but I mean, they're, he's not like the type of guy. No, it's like a difference maker. You know what I mean? No, he's a guy you throw out there because you have nobody else. They do. They do. I think they have Miles Sanders coming back though, which will be a boost for them. But I think, yeah, I also I saw Lane Johnson. Like he'll be back too. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. I like I like the Rams team. I always like the Rams team. Uh, <laughs> this game, this game's complete toss up. I wouldn't bet it. If, uh, no, 100%. No, I mean, if if it was a regular season, you'd probably take the Eagles probably just because you're they're the home team. Rams are coming all the way across the country, but with no fans, like – Plus an early start for the Rams. The Rams, it would, it would be like the Rams – Yeah, this is a uh, – what is this, a 10 o'clock game for them, right? Yeah. So, I, I think this would be a good game. Um, hopefully, the Giants are on TV, though, because this is kind of a tough, tough time. But – Anyway, let's move along here. Denver versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, Beagle, I got to confess something to the audience. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I would never, ever, ever place a bet on my own team. I just feel like that. I'd be thinking too emotionally, not thinking rationally. I can't do it. Okay? But if I was going to pick Steelers minus seven-and-a-half. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm gonna be honest there. I'm obviously you guys know I'm a huge Giants fan, but if I were to bet it last week, I would have bet. I, would, I bet the Steelers. 100%. I picked against them last week because I knew they weren't gonna win the game. But yeah, I you know I, I'm not sure really what Denver has. Um, well, I can uh, tell you what they what they're not gonna have for this game. What aren't they gonna have? They're not gonna have Von Miller, and they're not gonna have AJ Boyd. Nope, and it looks like they're probably not going to have Philip Lindsay, and it's a big possibility they might not have Coral and Sutton either. I mean, there's there's four four very good starters. Very good starters. They can start on any other team in the NFL. Now they have some nice receivers coming up. They got Jerry Judy, strong pick. He looked okay, not great in his first game. I know he had, he had like a, a fumble in the game, but like he's sure. okay, not great. Now my Penn guy, KJ Hamler, is coming in. I probably uh, to make his NFL debut. Super yep. fast, but I think I think it's going to be tough a tough adjustment for him this week against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah, I, I think I think it's it's going to be a tough game. Um, I don't see how that offense gets going. Um, the run game's really it's really tough to run on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, the only thing I can think of is Drew Locke is just flinging all over the field, but I kind of find that hard to believe. Um, I just think that the defense is too too legit. For uh, you know, young quarterback like Drew Locke. But anyway, so moving along here, we got the Carolina Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa is a nine-point favorite. Uh, big. I'm, I'm going to pick Tampa minus nine here. Tom Brady, going to be very upset with himself after uh, not putting up a great performance against uh, the Saints last week. Um, they have all the weapons. They have a solid defense. Carolina's got a whole lot of Christian McCaffrey and not a whole lot of anything else. I believe me, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, I think this is a classic Tom Brady revenge game. Everybody's like, "Oh, Brady's done. He's cooked." Just like a couple of years ago when they lost the Chiefs on Monday Night Football at Kansas City, and Brady literally won the Super Bowl the same year. Yeah, this guy's just wired differently. Like, for, I feel like he loves think, when everybody bets against. Tom Brady's done and he's cooked and he's 
washed up. I need to see him dead on the field. Right. <laughs> like if he if he can't breathe or lift his arm up, Tom Brady's never done. There have been so many times in my life where, like, I mean, you all the, all the Brady haters, and I and I should be one of them because I'm a Steelers fan, and he's right. broken my heart several times. But <laughs> I I have to see the dude dead on the field for me to think he's washed up. No, I fully agree. Um, I just he's just too hard to bet against, man. He's just too great. Greatest quarterback ever. It's tough yeah. to bet against a guy like that. So another another high spread game here. We got the Chiefs and the Chargers. Kansas City's a nine point favorite. I feel like it's too hard to, get, to bet against the Chiefs, right? It's, it's way too hard. Patty Mahomes, their their brand new running back from LSU, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, looks amazing in this offense. He looks just very, like every very every starting running back just looks amazing in this offense with Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid. And they have, I mean, they have probably the best or second best tight ends in Travis Kelsey. I mean, Tyree Kill, McCall Hardman, uh, who else? Sammy Watkins. I mean, they're just loaded. They're just loaded. They're, they're just loaded on both sides of the ball. Um, their defense is pretty stout. I know it took them a little bit last year to get going, but you know they they kept they kept Deshaun Watson in check the other night. Deshaun Watson and the, and the Texans looked bad. Not good. Not good at all. I mean, the only thing you could say is David Johnson looked pretty good and Will Fuller looked pretty good. But nobody else did. No. No. So, it looks like we both have Kansas City in this matchup. Uh, speaking of the Texans, they're playing the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Baltimore's a seven-point favorite. What do you like in that matchup? I mean, I – as much as I would love to watch the Ravens lose, I can't see them finding a way to lose this game, and I'd pick them minus seven, too. Yeah, uh, I remember last year, um, they uh, – Sean Watson had one of the worst games of his career against the against the, the Ravens last year. I mean, Just had an abysmal – Secondary, great, great defense all around, and they got, they got the MVP, Lamar Jackson. Right, and you know, you just mentioned how good the defense is. They they brought in Clayus Campbell, who's, yep. who's got a lot. I think he's still got some good football ahead of him. It just makes that defense just even even scarier than it already was. Basically, they said we don't even need Earl Thomas, and we're still not going to give up a ton of points. Which is funny. crazy because they were how much were they paying Earl Thomas? Like so much money, and they just decided oh, a good, to very good amount of money. Very good amount of money. But I actually think this game, this next game, is going to be a good game. Sunday night football, New England and Seattle. Seattle's a 3.5 favorite. Hmm. But yeah, this one, I've gone back and forth in my head on this game for a little bit now. And if I had, if I had to bet on, bet on this game, I'd, I'd go Patriots plus three and a half. Really? Yeah. I was I was I was gonna take Seattle. Um, I just think you know they actually. I just saw the way that offense was, and I, I loved it because they're actually letting Russell Wilson, you know, do Russell Wilson. They finally, and and in different speaking words, they actually let him do him and didn't go run first. Uh, I think I think that New England's gonna be fine. 
Um, I yeah, I thought Cam Newton looked really, really good the other day. I know now it's Miami, but I think Miami's defense is a lot better than it was a year ago for sure. It is, but Cam Cam Newton impressed me. He did. I totally agree with that. I thought he looked good. He looked comfortable. He was running well. The shoulder looked decent. I know he didn't pass a ton for a ton of yards, but I thought he looked really, really good. Yeah, he did. Now we'll see once he starts throwing the ball more. But because uh, I mean, they the Patriots. I mean, the the Dolphins have beaten the Patriots fairly regularly, actually, in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Patriots have just been the king of that division for twenty years. Right, and I, I until until Bill Belichick is gone, or you know somebody dethrones them, I feel like you can you can't really expect anybody to win that division other than the Patriots. I know the Bills are coming up, but until they beat them, I don't I don't see it happening. But yeah, I think that's going to be a really good game. I think that's an awesome Sunday night football game. Yeah, it will be a good one. It's a it's it's a must watch. I'd say. For sure. No, I, I, I would totally agree with that. Now, this one I think is going to be uh, – I don't know. I don't know how this game's going to be. Um, you got the Saints and the Raiders on Monday Night Football. The Saints are a six-point favorite. Uh, I'd, I'd hammer the Saints. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, you know, Michael Thomas being out though, and obviously you know that very well. And then it affects me in another league. I'm nervous for Drew Brees now because he doesn't have that security blanket of Michael Thomas. I mean, I think I think the Saints are still more than capable of putting up putting up points. I agree. Um, Carolina, who obviously have Christian McCaffrey and not a whole lot else, they kind of gashed the Raiders here. Um, but I still have confidence in the Saints. I think they're still going to put up some points here. I think they cover, but in the next couple of weeks without Michael Thomas, it's going to be interesting to see what that what that lineup or that uh you know the lineup in the offense looks like. For, uh, for me, though, in this game, Beagle, it's going to be all about how well the Saints' defense can contain Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs looks unbelievable right now. Yeah, I mean, as a fantasy owner of him in a fourteen man league, I was a very happy man the other day. I mean, he uh, you know? he ran the ball a ton. I know Gruden loves him, and uh, he he's really good, man. He's really really good back. He and the, is unbelievable, actually. And the offensive line is very good there too, which always helps a good running back. So to cap it all off, the game I forgot though, it's in the four o'clock window, is the Washington Football Team and the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona is a six point five favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the the Washington football team wave right now. Wow, Bob. Six and a half. Okay. What do you like about what do you like about the football team this week? I love I love their their front four. Front four is unbelievable. I love it, Miguel. Love it. Chase unbelievable. Young, I dealt with Chase Young. For two years in the Big Ten, going against my Penn State and the Lions, that dude is a freak. A freak. Yeah, you know what? Probably a stand-up performer this week for the Washington. I'm not happy the Giants won two games at the end of the regular season to, to for the Redskins to get him. But in hindsight, I do like Andrew Thomas. I thought Andrew Thomas played very well the other night against Bud Dupree at times. Obviously, sometimes it wasn't the best, but, you know, 
for a rookie facing Bud Dupree in his first game, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean it's the first game, and he went against one of the the top two or three defenses in the NFL. Big I mean, hundred percent. You're gonna now. It probably won't be easy to go against uh, Khalil Mack. But, no, I mean, it's it'll be an probably an easier task overall against the Bears defense. Yeah, I, I don't think they have as many um, uh, strong spots as the Steelers do, but I still think they're a pretty solid defense. I'm hoping they can, you know, get Saquon Barkley going a little bit. Barkley deserves better, man. He's too good. Of a, he's too good of a talent, and I'm afraid the Giants are just going to waste them. Uh, that'd be horrible for for me, for you, for a lot of people, just because we know how good. He could be an, uh, potentially oh, has to be he's already, one of the best running backs great. ever. He's great. They just don't they don't use him the right way. In my opinion. Well, not that they don't use him the right way. Hey, let me ask you this, Bob. So, watching that game the other night, is it illegal to run to the left side? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I I can't say it's illegal. I can't say that. They refused to run to the left side, and I, and I didn't understand it at all because they kept getting blown up going to the right. You know, I, I mean, I'm not. Uh, what, what was uh, Jason Garrett thinking, Big Al? Well, he wasn't. That was the problem. <laughs> it drives me nuts. You know, they they impressed me in the first quarter, Big Al, um, but then it all fell apart after that. First I would say the first. I, I would say the first half they played well. The, their very first drive of the game, they they got it over midfield, and then uh, they had a close. Like third, third, and like one or two didn't get it. They had to punt, and then they were able to get it uh, on like the five yard line. They couldn't punch it and got a field goal. Then I think two possessions later, they had Danny Dimes threw a beautiful pass to Slayton for the touchdown. Yeah, you know, uh, I actually missed the first possession because I was driving home from a summer league game that I was coaching to value you guys then, and um, I was listening to it on the radio and. I was like, I, it's just like this team, man, with the red zone woes, that just drives me nuts. I don't know how you could get to the five-yard line not score. You, you have to score. I mean, uh, I think I think you know why the Eagle, because Saquon Barkley had nine rushing yards. No, he had, he had six. I wish he had nine. I would have won $30. He had, he had six rushing yards. <laughs> Which is, like, incredible to me. But, I mean, they got to figure some stuff out. I think they should – they should try some new guy. If it doesn't, if Cam Fleming clearly can't get the job done, they need to get his ass out of there because I can't watch him just doing circles. You know, because Danny Dimes is getting killed. He didn't look good. He looked terrible. I don't know. I think the Giants really, really messed up. They really messed up by not trying to get another center, either in the draft or don't you in like the Hernandez guy. I think Hernandez is solid. Um, I all right, there are three linemen. So like, obviously, uh, Andrew Thomas is going to have his up and his ups and downs, but that's whatever. Um, Will Hernandez is good, and Kevin Zeitler is good. Now, center and right tackle are the big question, in my opinion. Okay. It's like they need to like I don't know. It just they need to just start playing better. Just just be terrible again and get the guy from Oregon. I mean, that'd be cool, but, like, 
here's the problem. The Giants have like the Giants are like, oh, we can win with Eli Manning. Like they could already like rebuilt this already and we could be ready to go pushing for a playoff spot. But they didn't do that and it's screwing them right now because now they're like, Oh, we're in a rebuild, but now we have a guy on a rookie contract and we're gonna have to pay other guys now. We're gonna have to pay Evan Ingram, we're gonna have to pay Saquon Barkley. Well, if they wanna keep Evan Ingram, which I think they should, but he's not a Gellman draft pick, so who knows if they will or not. Only time will tell them, Big. Only time will tell. There are only four players, four players on the team that that Gettleman didn't draft. Four. Huh. Interesting. I mean, it's a very big turnover. I'm pretty sure I can name all of them too. Uh, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, um, Dalvin Tomlinson. And there's one more, and I don't know who it is off the top of my head. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But like, that's like that's a that's a big turnover, though. Yeah, it's probably very close to what Jacksonville has done. But Jacksonville's hit a lot of their draft picks, though. Yeah, they they well when they're in the top of the draft, they they're nailing it all the time. So the the one, and I hate to say this, but the one they didn't hit, uh, Blake of the Year candidate, was Blake Bortles. Yeah, I mean that's just tough luck. And if they honestly, if they had him, they probably wouldn't. If they drafted the right quarterback there, I mean they they made it to the AFC Championship game. Probably would probably probably would have a Super Bowl in Duval right now. I mean you live and you learn, big. That's why they're trying Trevor Lawrence, but Gardner Minshew and Minshew Mania. Even though I think I think Minshew Mania should be done and over with now. It should just be the Gardner Minshew show down in down in Jacksonville. Hundred percent. I think it's still I think it's still Minshew mania though. But no, nah, I, I agree with that though. I agree. I think that um Jacksonville's been doing and we even talked about this before, but I think Jacksonville's done a good job with their roster turnover. And I honestly think they're in a better spot than the Giants are right now, and that's kind of frightening. Well, whoever gets whoever gets Trevor Lawrence is gonna leapfrog the Giants big out. I mean, I think Giants are probably in one of the worst situations in the NFL. Worse, not not worse than the Jets. It's close, but not. I, I would agree. Close. The Jets are the Jets are bad. Diego. Bad. No, definitely, definitely not good. Definitely not good. But I guess we'll see what happens this week. Um, I think uh, we have some pretty good picks. Uh, a lot of interesting picks. But uh, I'm just really happy the NFL. Today. I mean, you couldn't be happy than sit on your couch watching in red zone. That's what that's what life's that's what life's all about. Hundred percent. Every Sunday, not doing shit, just sitting there eating food, watching football all day. All right, Beagle. Thanks for having me on the pod. Yeah, no problem, Bob. Uh, appreciate you having on, and uh, well, I guess we'll have to see how our picks go. All right, let's hope. Let's hope we do well. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in, and uh, peace out.